1: As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now.
2: You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires like the highly consumer-rated Kumo Majesty 9 Solus TA91. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive. You can go to TireRack.com slash dam. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be.
3: You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. We made it to
2: a Friday, and it's a meat Friday at that. And you know what that means. The Traegers will be fired up today. It's a Wiener Bar sausage off today. (laughs) Yeah, you heard me right. Wiener Bar hot dogs. We also have sausage off. Grilled Cleveland Polish boy Kielbasa on a roll with coleslaw, french fries, and barbecue sauce. Let's go. Yes, Paul. Could you repeat that last part? It's called a Grilled Cleveland Polish Boy. Kielbasa on a roll with coleslaw, french fries, barbecue sauce, all on the sausage. The kielbasa. And then we have beer brats. Then we have hot dogs. And then we have hot sausage. Oh. And sweet Italian sausage. Who's got it better than we do?
4: Nobody. Nobody. Wow. All
2: of that for one Meet Friday. Come on in. Stay a while. Poll question. Play of the day. Stat of the day. You can be involved in a variety of ways. You can dial us up. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at show. Go to the uh, merch store at danpatrick.com. I think I've got cigar lounge candle fired up behind Seton and Fritzy. Smells good. Candles, we're restocking. We also have the Velro wallet available as well. I'll say good morning to those who are watching on Peacock. Thank you, our streaming partner. And uh, you can download that app. You can watch for free. We could never charge you for this content. Our radio affiliates, Fox Sports Radio, iHeart Radio, and nearly 400 cities around America. This program brought to you by Discover. Redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time. That's amazing. Learn more. Discover.com slash redeem Rewards. Terms do apply. A little bit later on from college game day, former Cincinnati Bengal first round pick David Pollock will join us. We'll handicap the weekend, including Georgia and Oregon. You also have the Ohio State against Notre Dame. Some great football last night and maybe made better because it was Thursday night. Some standalone games. Purdue, Penn State, that was spicy. West Virginia Pitt, that was uh, really uh, nice as well. Came down to seven-point margin, and the line was seven and a half. Course. Speaking of gambling, Dan Patrick takes a gamble podcast. We have Dylan, who is our graphics guy, and Bad Larry. Bad Larry, I don't know his last name. I just know that he's a professional gambler. He's been a friend of mine for 24 years. Bad Larry went 3-0 last night. Bad Larry was up 23 units in college football and the NFL combined last season. And joining the podcast next week, Shea and Irving. (laughs) Shea and Irving. His one call from prison, and he will make that, and we'll be able to have him join us in the Dan Patrick Takes a Gamble, our podcast, and it comes out every week. Usually on Thursday, the guys pick their games, not only for Thursday, but also the weekend. Go to danpatrick.com and check out the
1: podcast. Yes, Paulie? Dylan should just forward his paycheck to his bookie. He should get, like, direct deposit that goes to his bookie.
2: You know, Dylan is the reason why bookies are bookies. Because (laughs) they go, who can we get who is really gullible? We can dupe them. Yeah, they'll buy into that. Yeah, seven-team parlay. That's what he does. And I'll say... You, you lose on parlays every year. And and so Dylan won a bet, and, he, and I said, well, did you celebrate? Did you keep the money? He goes, yeah, I got a tattoo. I go, okay. Did something smart with it. Yeah, he said that. He goes, yeah, I did something really smart. I, I, I got a tattoo. got to admit, it's pretty sweet, though. <laughs> that's the way Dylan sounds. Uh, that's exactly how Dylan sounds. That's pretty sick, though, you got to admit. Yes, Marv.
5: He also looks like Grandma from Rounders. <laughs> Put a top hat on him. Wow. The bookie and ground, Rounders. Okay. Or Danny DeVito and Matilda.
2: Wow. That's a deep dive on Dylan. Dylan works with the uh, big German, so he's in the back there, where the uh, the inner workings of this show. The uh, they, and if you're watching on Peacock, it's Dylan <laughs> on the left with a I don't know what he did. You know, Eastbound and Down. Kenny Powers got nothing on Dylan. They are probably cut from the same cloth with wow. the same kind of haircut. <laughs> Can we show that again,
1: Eric? La Flama Blanca. Okay.
2: Uh, there, there you go. There is the mullet on, yeah. on Dylan. And uh, the big German there.
3: I look pretty good on camera, though. There's a rating that's right now.
6: I love that so
3: uh...
2: much. <laughs> All right. So some fun college football last night. Purdue had Penn State. They had them. Uh, But Pitt over West Virginia, Penn State over Purdue, Oklahoma State, and Wake win last night. Paulie goes, do you know the combined age of the quarterbacks last night in Purdue and Penn State? And I go, okay, give me an over-under. And Paulie goes, if I said over-under 47, I said, wait, the combined ages of the quarterbacks last night, Purdue and Penn State. And I go, well, I guess I'm going under.
1: He goes, no, 48. They're both 24 years of age. Yeah, Sean Clifford, Penn State is 24.
2: I thought that that was the brother of the quarterback (laughs) who used to be there at Penn State. I go, oh, he's got
1: a brother planned. Yep, and Aiden O'Donnell, Purdue, both 24. So a lot of that's happening this year because of that bonus year you could have taken advantage of with covid. Sean Clifford, he's 24. He's 2 years older than Trey Lance of the 49ers. Oh my god. He owns his own NIL firm. He's he's in charge of NILing other athletes. Okay. That's a phrase. Okay. Wild. Remember
2: when Greg Anthony wanted to sell t-shirts at UNLV and the NCAA said no? That's a long, long time ago. <laughs> but I remember Greg Anthony was like, "Hey, maybe I can make some money off some merch here with the running rebels back in the uh, (laughs) nineties. Exactly. I'm sure, you know, that's one of those requests that, that came across the desk at the uh, NCAA headquarters in Indianapolis. And they probably reacted just like that. Just a nice, guttural laugh there. <laughs> Did you? Come in here. Tommy, come on in. Did you see what Greg Anthony wants to do? Cigar in mouth. <laughs> he wants to sell T-shirts.
1: <laughs> yep. Yeah, and then the other games, every other game you tune on, and you're like, I remember that quarterback from this stop, this stop. So Keaton Slovis from Pitt. Do you remember him? Well, you had two former USC
2: quarterbacks, <laughs> JT Daniels and then Keaton Slovis. These guys go on tours. College tours. Uh, It was fun. It was great. Thursday night football. All in. The backyard brawl. You know, the fact that they have a nickname. If you have a nickname to your game, you have to play every year. The fact that Pitt and West Virginia don't play every year. See, those are the things that we miss out on. Like if you said the Red River rivalry, even though I don't like the name, but the Red River rivalry, formerly the shootout, And if they didn't play every year, I'd have a problem with that. I like tradition. If you want to go to another conference, fine. But I like when you're able to play and continue that rivalry. Because, and I know, well, why don't you form new ones? I like the old ones. How about we hold on to just a little bit of
5: nostalgia? That's all. Just a little bit. I'd be fine with that. Yes, Marv. Yeah, I'm shocked that the UConn-South Florida rivalry, a.k.a. the civil conflict, it didn't keep... Oh, it's not going to continue. No. Uh, No, it's the the worst. The civil conflict. See, I'm okay if we we miss that one. I think Bob Bob Diaco was the UConn coach for about eight minutes, Yeah, and he tried to start a rivalry with South Florida, I'm pretty sure, and it was called civil conflict. A lot of history. A lot of history there. (laughs) You're right,
1: though, like... If someone who runs college football, whatever they change it up, Florida State, Miami, and Florida should play each other every year. Yeah. Texas A&M and Texas every year. It's that simple, you know. Like it, it's on a tee. This isn't like forcing an issue; it's giving the fans what they want.
2: And I think scheduling as we move forward is going to be interesting to watch because certain schools are not going to be able to schedule some of these other teams. These schools, if you are a smaller school, it's going to be harder because it feels like these conferences these commissioners are going to say no you're you have to play the teams in your conference and and this is probably going to eliminate some of those games that you might have outside your conference i hope that we continue some of these traditions i think it's important for college football i understand we're moving into a whole new world and this is what you're going to have you're still you're going to eventually get to afc nfc With college football, you're going to have teams from the east and the south and you're going to have Midwest and west, whatever it is. And maybe it's 40 teams, maybe it's 50 teams. And that's where I think we're headed with two major conferences with college football. I do feel that. I don't know when it's happening. Now, if you want to do it where it's more like the Premier League, where there's relegation, I'm all for that. I'd love to have that. You have the rankings that come out the very end. Maybe it's the Music City Bowl, and you're playing in that bowl game, and you have to win. I love that. Now you've got top end that we care about, even if you're the 50th team or the 51st team. I think that would be fun. And even when Nick Saban was on with us a couple of weeks ago, he brought up relegation. I love it. He goes, Ed, don't you do that in soccer? Yes, they do, coach. That thing there in Europe that they do. Yeah, they do that uh, relegation thing. <laughs> uh, uh. How do you think the conversation goes with Bill Belichick and Nick Saban when they talk? Because they're friends. So, Seton, I'll be, I'll be Belichick. You be Nick Saban. Hey, Nick. It's Bill. Bill, how we doing? Pretty good. Yeah, still enjoying it. Got to see Chris Berman the other day. Boomer! You know, <laughs> yeah. Got to see him. So, how's uh, how's these nuts? Why
3: don't you react like that when I walk in a room? Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, look, Nick. <laughs> Boomer. Yeah. Oh, Bo, uh, I never I, heard Bill so
2: animated. I know. <laughs> the funniest thing. <laughs> exactly. Boomer. <Yeah>. How excited <laughs> yeah. he was. See, Chris Berman. Uh, there is a <laughs> meeting later today. Once again, I am not reporting that it's going to happen. I'm going to tell you it may happen that they would vote. These are the board of managers. They're going to get together, and they're going to talk about maybe, maybe expanding the playoffs and maybe trying to push this up to 2024. And yes, they may break a contract. Oh, my God. So that's what they may vote on today. Don't want to get caught that I'm saying and reporting here. Want to let the college insiders do that job?
1: Yes, Paul. So it's eleven college presidents meeting, and you know they might vote. It, it has to be unanimous vote. And uh, by the way, I looked at they have a bio of all the manager, or the, all the college presidents. Lots of bow ties in the pictures. Big bow tie group. College uh, presidents. Mm. Huge bow tie group. Mm. Except for the priest. In mm. Notre Dame. Oh, he's
3: got a collar.
1: Yeah, Reverend John Jenkins. Yeah, he's got a he's got a collar there. Uh, we'll
2: get phone call what's the poll question today Seton, on this meet Friday
3: we got a few options here for you uh college football playoff will expand in 2024 2025 2026 or our dreams
2: uh if they break the contract what you can't do apparently there's a contract here. yeah i don't i I don't know if they're going to approve this unanimously i, I I'm gonna guess that this is still going to be on hold, you know, maybe they split the difference, that maybe it comes in 2025. But I don't know why you'd vote against this unless, and I heard from a source, yes, I did, and he said, hey, if if all of these conferences, these commissioners get together, and you're going to guarantee if you win your conference, no matter what that conference is, you know that you're on a certain level here with everybody. Then you get a bid into the playoffs. If you do that, then you'll get a unanimous vote. Now, I was told that the SEC is like, uh, why can't we get five teams uh, of the twelve? Because if you let everybody, when you win your conference, you get in. You know, then the SEC might go. Well, we don't want that. You know, we we have the best conference in America. Why shouldn't we be able to get five or six teams out of 12? Or if you expand to 16 and I was told 12 is more likely start at 12, then you expand to 16, but that vote may happen later today.
6: Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick show weekdays at 9am Eastern 6am Pacific on Fox sports radio and the iHeartRadio radio app. all in one app with one password. Prime Video, it's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply, Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See amazon.com slash amazonprime for details. Searching for a job can be a lonely process. Endless
2: searching, phone calls that go nowhere, nobody's on the other end, applications that vanish. It's time to find a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals, the local jobs expert that you can trust. They never charge a fee when they help you with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com, find the office nearest to you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with the help of Express Employment Professionals. And Express helps you find all kinds of jobs. Manufacturing to logistics, customer service, accounting, and so many more. Getting an interview with Express can be as easy as a phone call and with just one application express employment professionals will have you in the running for numerous opportunities in your community make your job search easier let the professionals help at express pros express employment professionals it's your one connection for getting a job visit expresspros.com today and good luck
7: there are some things that are too good to keep a secret like how your amex platinum card helps you have the perfect trip I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
5: All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Oh, there's that face. It's a
2: roadmap to your soul, David. (laughs) Have you seen the movie In Bruges?
4: That is a hard no, Dan. I apologize.
2: Would you watch it for us and give us a movie? You got a lot of downtime. You know, when you travel, I know you're watching film, David, right? Wink, wink. But... (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's hey. all
4: we do, right, Dan? We yeah. just sit in the room and watch tape and take notes. Yeah. And that, that's all we do.
2: So when you call home and your wife's there with the kids and you're they're having spaghettios or something, you're like, oh man, I'm 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 chopping up this uh this pit defense here, honey. I don't even have time to go get something to eat. I'm eating out of a vending machine here. All right. Yeah favorite movie of all time for David Pollack is
4: Oh, of all time. I'll go rounders.
2: I think Fritzy, that's high on Fritzy's list. Now, I do love rounders, but I hate rounders because John Malkovich saying, uh, KGB, Piediamen has money.
4: He beats me. is not money.
2: You do the accent better than John Malkovich does, and he's a great actor. has <laughs> money. Like, oh my
4: God. <laughs> Yeah, that's de- but that's definitely a great movie. I think I'd put Shaw Shake Redemption up there. I'd put Gladiator up there. I-, I mean, I obviously those movies never never get old, but uh what about you? What's yours, Dan?
2: I don't have one.
4: Okay, well give me a top five or like a couple then.
2: I don't have one. I I I I, I seriously don't. I if there's a born if there's a born movie on, I will watch that. Except for when Jeremy Renner was born, I won't watch that. But I don't care where it is in the movie. I'll watch a Bourne movie. Okay. Hoosiers, Hoosiers with- comes on. I'm watching. Do you have a problem with Rudy like Joe Montana does? Joe Montana said, you know, we kind of made fun of Rudy. And it's, you know, it, he, he wasn't. The story isn't told the way it really happened.
4: Well, I, Joe's obviously got a better perspective too, being there at, at Notre Dame and obviously, you know, being closer to the program. But I grew up watching that movie, and obviously the, the spirit behind it and the, uh, the just the everybody being able to relate to a guy giving their all and stuff. So I, I absolutely love the movie as a kid. I don't watch it as much now, but like if you're talking football movie, you got to go remember the Titans or Blindside. Like I think those are the two for me that. I would watch if they're on all the time.
2: But when you're watching like uh, Keanu Reeves as a quarterback in uh, the replacements, are are you grading (laughs) him as a former defensive player who wanted to take Keanu Reeves' head off?
4: (laughs) No. uh, Typically, Keanu Reeves' acting isn't really my forte anyways. But um, I think he was was okay. What was he, Falco? What what was his name in that one? Yeah, he was he was fine. No, I don't I don't look at it It has to be the most accurate thing in the world. It's a flipping movie, for goodness sakes.
2: Oh, okay. Uh, That's all I wanted to talk to you about. But I guess while I have you, I should talk to you about game day is in Columbus. It's Notre Dame and the Ohio State coverage starts at 9 a.m. on the mothership and ESPN. How does Ohio State not win this game?
4: um if their defense shows us that they that they're what they are who they were last year I mean if you watch the Rose Bowl Utah scored and did what they wanted it will you watch Michigan Michigan pounded them in the face and ran the football and was more physical than them Oregon early in the season so you know Ohio State brought in a new defensive coordinator to solve their problems does he solve their problems I have no doubts about their offense this Dan this might be the greatest offense in the history of college football it's going to be on the list with Joe Burrow and company with, with LSU in 2019. They just got so many playmakers and ways to kill you, but last year what cost them being in the playoffs and a chance at a natty was their defense, and just bringing in a new D.C. doesn't necessarily fix that, so to me, that would be Notre Dame's chances to play physical, and what they, that's what they like to do best anyways.
2: Do you think that Joe Burrow, LSU, Tiger offense, best offense you've ever seen? <sighs>
4: That uh Kyler Murray in 2018 was was pretty stupid. Shoot, Mac Jones was pretty impressive. Um yeah, I, I would go with that just because I think that they they could run the football, they could throw, but you think about it now, and we we look back revisionist history, obviously, Justin Jefferson guy is pretty good in the NFL. He's he's okay. Jamar Chase that guy he's pretty good like you, you look back at a one-two punch at wide receiver I mean my goodness it's, I don't know if it's going to get you know much better than that so I, I would go and then Joe Burrow obviously just I mean that dude you saw what he did in one year with the Bengals he was just so good at physical tough but could run and scramble and make plays did he um, have the greatest Murray,
2: season yes. is that the greatest season a college quarterback has ever had
4: Yes, and and the greatest transformation I've ever seen from one year to the next. I mean, this is a guy that I'm like, he's a decent player, you know. He cute little story transfer from Ohio State, going to LSU, and then all of a sudden he's just dropping dimes everywhere all over the field, taking shots, taking hits, and takes an LSU offense that we go, they suck, they're pro style, they just run the football, they're boring, they're monotonous. To hey, let's spread it out, let's throw it all over the yard, and, and by the way. I think the coolest thing Dan was he did it with swag. Always, (laughs) he always had that moxie and just like kind of that kind of you know you know what attitude that he would just kind of stick it to you.
2: I would argue for Johnny Manziel because everybody recognized the SEC is the best conference. Johnny Manziel led the SEC in rushing and passing. So yeah,
4: I just I, I think that with Johnny. Johnny was the most exciting, one of the most exciting players ever to watch, but you also didn't know what you're going to get from Johnny. Like, it was like Forrest Gump, but his life's like a box of chocolates, bro. But, one but, time he, ra- the but he
2: ran for 1,400 yards and 20 touchdowns, David.
4: Yeah. And he could win a Heisman I
2: mean, off of that, and then you throw in his passing numbers.
4: Well, I mean, are we going to, okay, if we're going to do that too, but the passing numbers were okay. But what about Cam Newton then? If you're going to talk about running the football and setting the world on fire, that dude was a one-man band, jump on my back, I'll take you to a national championship. And that no, probably you're right. is you're right. more impressive. So. Okay.
2: But but Johnny led the SEC in rushing.
4: He also led the SEC in parties attended. That <laughs> dude lived his best life.
2: <laughs> okay, you went to Georgia. Did you get cheated at Georgia? Did you party in no. Georgia?
4: No, there's plenty of I, – I wasn't much of a – I was pretty boring, Dan. I just – I preferred video games and, and football, but – um, Georgia doesn't lose many parties either. There's plenty of opportunities to go out. Hey, 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 and let's be honest, when you're a football player, more opportunities tend to present themselves to you. So, absolutely.
2: Yeah, I've been to Athens before. Now, um, leave it at that. Uh, okay. <laughs> How does Georgia lose this game against uh, Oregon?
4: I think it would be Bo Nix being really good scrambling around making plays because if you saw Bo Nix you know it's been a it's been a carnival ride let's to say the least it's been up and down and it's been all over the place with Bo Nix but he can extend plays with his feet and make magic happen so he would have to do that listen I get it I went to Georgia I understand Georgia won a national championship there's also 15 guys that got drafted that are gone yeah. 15 let's go let's spin the wheel and plug in that guy no I mean all-time great players that they're losing. So getting Georgia early is a good thing, is a good recipe. How about Dan Laney? He was just there celebrating a national championship as a defensive coordinator. He knows Munkin, the offensive coordinator. He knows Kirby. He knows all these guys in the building, which, you know, try to use as much information as you can get. But Bo Nick's would have to play sensation.
2: Uh, David Pollock predicts Ohio State, Clemson, Utah, and Alabama will be in the uh, final four. Uh, before I let you go, the targeting rule – it it, it concerns me. It concerns me now because who's defenseless is a quarterback defenseless. Now Uh, I, I, I watching the game, I felt bad for these defensive backs. I, I don't know. They're turning their head away. So you're not coming close to leading with your crown. Like where are we going with targeting here, David? It stinks, man.
4: It's, it's a, it's a, it's a rule that we complain about every single year. And then, and by the way, now, Also, you you throw all that onto it. Now, I got to go get this guy who's super fast, get him on the ground, but he ducks his head and he lowers himself to get underneath me or away from me. And now I got to readjust on the fly when I'm already trying to catch this sucker that's way faster than me anyways. It's impossible to be a defensive player. I was hoping that we could finally, you know, do the, you know, you get one freebie, you know, one kind of not so bad targeting. You get to stay in the game. If it's malicious and you're dirty, kick him out. So be it like take care of the sport and stuff like that. But man, it's hard enough to play defense. Now you add in all these rules and forcible contact to the head or neck leading with the crown of the head. Like it sucks to be an official, but it sucks to be a defensive player period with, with all these rules,
2: bigger arms, you Chris Fowler.
4: I got, I got CF. Oh, you I got do CF for sure. Yeah. I mean, he might, he might bench press a lot. He's, you know, Dan, he's, he's, He's getting a little bit up there in age, yeah. so you know, as you get a little bit older, you, you start to lose a little muscle mass. But but he's still I mean, he's still doing a really good job. But I, I got I got CF right now.
2: Okay, you, Kirk Herbstreet. Street.
4: Well, are we talking about muscle or circumference? <laughs> no. Did you just call Herbie Fat? No, uh, that fat. he's he's. he's, he's He's good. He's in good shape. He's you know he's he's a fifty something year old man. I mean he's
2: got the shape of a cantaloupe. I think is what you're saying.
4: (laughs) I can't believe
2: that you're calling out. You just called Herbie fat.
4: Oh god, I could I could see those headlines. By the way, that getting said (laughs) to Herbie and really really loving that. But no, I mean, hey now now Desmond's Desmond's a war daddy. Like but Kirk is uh Kirk is more of an incline walker. He's more of a he's more of a walker. What
2: what the hell is going on with Desmond's picks?
4: I got nothing for you, bro.
2: <laughs> I mean, he's got he's got Baylor, Pitt, Texas A. Did he think this was basketball? And he's got Michigan uh, in there.
4: Yeah, I don't know, man. I think, uh, you know, listen, you know, you know, you get all of our picks, Dan, and we, we put our picks out there, and they're kind of boring, and I think sometimes you want to shake it up, but um, you know, he shook it up, all right, and and, and he went with his picks. I, I don't know that I don't know that he. I, I don't know. I'm not buying. He might fully believe all those picks, but you know what? If, if any of them come to fruition, shoot, it'll be a heck of a call.
2: Have fun there at, uh, in Columbus. Now, do you call them the Ohio State Buckeyes?
4: Absolutely not. No. I know they're playing the Notre Dame <laughs> Fighting Irish, though. So,
2: <laughs> thank you, David. All right, Dan, appreciate it, brother. That's David Pollock, former Cincinnati Bengal, first round pick, went to uh, Georgia.
6: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like, a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app. Like Giannis, the Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details.
2: Searching for a job can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, nobody's on the other end, applications that vanish. It's time to find a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals, the local jobs expert that you can trust. They never charge a fee when they help you with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com, find the office nearest to you. Let the professionals help at Express Pros. Express Employment Professionals. It's your one connection for getting a job. Visit ExpressPros.com today and good luck.
7: There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard to snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select campus events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
5: All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards.
2: Richard Roper is a uh, great movie critic Chicago Sun Times friend of the show and uh, on short notice has joined us to review In Bruges and is it an all-time great movie Richard thank you for joining us how would you sum up In Bruges
0: Well the first thing i would do is say it's In Bruges Oh In Bruges That's part Stay of the problem me.
2: that's In
6: Bruges
0: yeah. <laughs> And also would point out that um, Colin Farrell is a brilliant actor, actually, and he's going to be continuing to play uh, the Penguin in the the, the Batman sequel. Now, in Bruges is from Martin McDonough, who did – it was his first film. He's a great playwright, writer, director. He did three billboards a few years ago, which won a bunch of Oscars. I love the film, Dan. It's a movie within a movie. It's got a lot of Tarantino-esque stuff a great performance is a lot of dark comedy but it's one of those films that also has a unique look to it because we have not seen a lot of movies filmed in Bruges <laughs> why
2: why you know as a you know a very smart man why can i not really put my arms around in Bruges
0: <laughs> I think one of the problems is you might not recognize that it's based in large part on some of the works of Harold Pinter. So if you went back and uh, studied that, it would give you some context, Dan. But, I, you know, listen, seriously, it is – it, listen, it, it's not the deepest movie of all time. It does have a lot of themes about, you know, redemption and loyalty and a lot of really dark comedy, which I think is really difficult to pull off, but I think this film does. And in addition to Colin Farrell, you've got two brilliant actors in Brendan Gleeson and Ray Fiennes. Brendan Gleeson plays the guy that becomes kind of like, a, you know, he's the mentor to the Colin Farrell hitman. He's a veteran hitman who actually starts to be protective of this guy. And then Ray, Ray Fiennes is great playing their boss, you know, uh, the most evil guy in the world.
2: Maybe, maybe I'll give it another shot. Maybe I'll, I just don't have time to sit there and watch its football season richard I, I uh maybe in april i'll take it. I'll, I'll watch this after march madness all right uh our all time favorite movie and then if you can comment on this uh fritzie yeah
1: i'm sure you'll be shocked rocky is uh the one that comes to mind for me rocky all
2: right. any issue with rocky
0: rocky's a brilliant film when you go back and look at it, realize this, it has this independent film look to it. It's actually better. It's become kind of a cliche because of all the Rocky movies that followed it. When you watch that first one, the acting, the screenplay by Stallone, brilliant.
2: Uh, Fritzy, and you're not joining us via Zoom, but Fritzy looks like Paulie. <laughs> Bert Young. <laughs>
0: Just not Seton. That's seeing a him. selling point. Yes. That's a, that's a, that's a selling point okay. with
5: the ladies. <laughs>
3: all right. Uh, Seton, your favorite movie of all time? Uh, well, it's not the deepest movie ever, um, but it's the first movie that popped into my head, so it must be my favorite movie, Animal House.
2: Oh, okay. I thought you wait. I thought you loved the movie of the fashion
3: uh, Devil Wears Prada. Devil Wears Prada. Okay, Coin yeah. Flip. <laughs> it could have been a Coin Flip. Devil Wears Prada. Great movie. Great movie.
0: Pretty much, pretty much the same movie as Animal House.
3: Really, almost <laughs> yeah. exactly the okay. same. <laughs> okay, are
2: they
0: both great movies? <laughs> well, Animal House is a classic. Devil Wears Prada is actually really, really well done. But it's you know, I, I put it in my top ten thousand of all time.
6: Okay,
2: uh, Marv, your favorite movie of all time? He got game. Okay, Richard,
0: one of the best uh, athletes and as an actor performances of all time with Ray Allen as Jesus Shuttlesworth and He Got Game. Uh, I love that film. I think it was. Uh, it's. It, I'd put it in top ten basketball films of all time. Honestly. <laughs>
2: That was snarky there, Marv. Just there's no, a shot no, there.
0: I, no, loved, I I loved he got game. And and you, the theme No, you song just said <laughs>
2: you said one of the top <laughs> 10 basketball movies of all time. Well, yeah. It's, it's not better lot, than I got a lot
0: of jo- I got a lot of genres genre, in
1: breweries.
2: Genre. Uh, Paulie,
1: <laughs> what's your genre? Richard in a stunning display of bad parenting. My parents let me see the movie Jaws at age 7. Jaws? That said I still as it has the impact it had then. I think Jaws is an all-timer.
0: Oh, I I completely agree. I actually did a screening in Chicago for its 40th anniversary, and my only uh, requirement was people, young people who had never seen it before because I wanted to watch it with people who had never seen it. And it was great to sit in the back of the theater and see these millennials and Gen Zers really digging it and getting scared and you know all the great moments in there. So I love that pick.
2: I don't have a favorite movie of all time, Richard.
0: Yeah, well, you know, I get that, Dan, because when people ask me that, you know, the obvious answer is The Godfather. But it's like it's sort of like picking a favorite song, right? I mean, it depends on the mood you're in. Sometimes you're in a mood for a great comedy or a serious drama. I've been really revisiting Once Upon a Time in Hollywood recently, Tarantino's mm-hmm. film from a few years ago, because it's one of those films that has that repeatability factor where you find and discover new cool things every time you watch it.
2: Yeah, I mentioned to these guys. That there are movies that you, it doesn't matter where it is when it's on. Like the Bourne movies. I don't care where it is. I've seen them all. I will watch Bourne movies with Matt Damon. I don't like the one with Jeremy Renner. I'll watch that. Hoosiers comes on. I will watch that no matter where it is. There's certain movies, no matter where it is, it doesn't matter. I'll watch
0: I think the generational one, the example of that, is Shawshank Redemption, yes. which was not a huge hit when it came out, but then TBS played it on an en- almost like on an endless loop. And if I click across Shawshank, I don't care where we're at in the movie, 27 minutes to go, four minutes to go, it would be sacrilege to click away.
2: Paulie, can you see if Shawshank Redemption is on
1: right now? I already did. It's on. Red's about to get released from prison. Okay.
0: Oh,
2: jeez. Oh, jeez. Uh, oh, boy. Good stuff. Hey, uh, Richard, thanks for joining us uh, as always. We appreciate it and have a great weekend. All right, Dan. Take care, guys. That's Richard Roper, Chicago Sun-Times movie critic.
7: What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here.
4: And I'm Austin Hankwitz.
7: We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success.
6: From finding
4: that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for The Everyday Guy. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count.
3: At Bed, 365 we don't
4: do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a
3: base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever
4: the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call
0: 1-800-GAMBLER. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff.